The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Jerry Seinfeld. And why are you listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show? Don't forget, The Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. So don't forget to miss it! The Kimmer makes love like a roller coaster. Yeah, baby. Slow at first going up, <laughs> then wave fast going down. Oh, wait a, a few quick turns, <laughs> and it's all over. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. Hey, hey, I didn't know this was Splash Mountain. <laughs> 12.04, look out, it's only me. Here comes trouble. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Let me give you the number. It's Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes, it's your show. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I have the glorious Leslie Dove coming up. Also, uh, Newsmaker Lines, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 Good to get a doctor out of this guy. <laughs> anyway, also uh, billions of stories. Billions of stories. And yes, it's a blue moon. Hawks forward. <laughs> Don't pull out that joint, man. <clears throat> Hillary on another scandal on her emails. And Hillary's giving a speech. And the first words out of her mouth when she gave her speech today were Saturday. Oh, I know that's not where the words were. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Anyway, and Trump and his hat arrive in Scotland. Once again, the only guy wearing a hat getting off the helicopter so his muskrat doesn't stand up on end or whatever the hell that is. You know, I would give $1,000 to the first guy who can mess up his hair on TV. I mean, man, would that be hysterical? Of course, the Secret Service would probably get the first. Anyway, uh, rioting in Ferguson. Gee, how unusual. Albuquerque, 911 guys uh, suspended. Wait to hear about the Good Samaritans, what happened to them on an Indian reservation. The lion killer's on the lamb. He ought to be extradited, absolutely, for the uh, law of it. China hackers, Chowchilla kidnapper update from 50, 40-something years ago. The D.C. worker called a cracker, and his boss uh, complaining uh, just told him to go Saturday. Uh, Hillary supports Margaret Sanger, the lady in the cop, uh, more on stuff and things, and I got way too much, including uh, Pete Hannaby, somebody put together some some movie theater, uh, what do you call the things where they, uh, uh, um, announcements, what are they, uh, um, marquee, marquee, movie theater marquees, where more than one movie is, is being shown, so they put the marquees together, and sometimes if you look at them funny, they come out differently, such as... Uh, here's one that says, there will definitely maybe be blood. <laughs> there will be blood and definitely maybe two different movies. And how about this one? Fantastic Four knocked up Nancy Drew. <laughs> and my favorite, Aaron Brockovich screwed my dog Skip. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, look out. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. I begin with uh, some <laughs> bizarre story, uh, and I don't mind uh, chuckling over it, and I think you might as well. Donnie Dunnigan is a hard-nosed Marine, highly decorated combat veteran from Vietnam, served for more than 25 years. He was promoted 13 times in 21 years in the Corps, a record at that time, he recalls, as a, as a kid, Donnie Dunnigan did a brief stint as a child actor. He's now 80, 
And he said he never even told his wife about it until he got outed just recently. He was once a commander in Marine Corps boot camp, and decades later, a Marine who was in combat with him called him into his office. The other Marine was now a general. And the general said, Dunnigan, I want you to audit the auditors. And Dunnigan respectfully asked him, General, when do you think I'm going to have time for that? He looked at me, pulled his glasses down like some kind of college professor, and said, there's a big red top secret folder that got out of some safe somewhere that had my name on it. He pats his folder, looks me in the eye, and says, you will audit auditors, Major Bambi. He stopped and looked at me. Yes, I know. Why was everyone stale when he came on the meadow? Everyone respects him. For of all the deer in the forest, not one has lived half so long. This jarhead combat-decorated hero, as a brief stint as a child actor, was the voice of Bambi in 1942. (laughs) A, A decorated combat warrior from Vietnam is Bambi. And he, he never even told his wife after like 60 years of marriage. He never ne- he never brought it up, never mentioned it, and somebody outed him somehow. And now we can tell Donnie Donegan, the old jarhead, is the voice of Bambi from 1942. Just thought you'd get a kick out of that. Also, uh, thank you, Toby Keith. Well done last night. He was in Atlanta at the Atlanta concert last night and he at Aaron's Amphitheater. And he brought on stage... The uh, mother of Lance Corporal Skip Wells, the Marine who was butchered by that sewer-sucking Muslim in an attack on American soil. And he brought her uh, up to uh, to welcome her and thank her for her son's service and her service to his country. And then he sang the song, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, and saluted our veterans last night at the Atlanta concert at Aaron's Amphitheater. And uh, Toby Keith, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Well done. We appreciate it very, very much. All right, uh, 1210, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Let's wash our uh, ears out with this, shall we? Rossford, Ohio. A police officer named Mark Scala pulled over a woman who had three kids in the car, but two of them were not in a car seat. She explained that she was their aunt, their mother was sick, and the aunt was taking care of the kids for while the mother tried to get well. And the aunt didn't have any money to buy two car seats, So the cop took her to the store, bought the car seats, and then installed them himself. And the woman and the cop uh, got together, and instead of giving her a ticket, he helped her out. He didn't hesitate one minute to pull out his card and pay for this children to have a car seat. Just help them out instead, and getting them the car seats that hopefully they'll continue to use is more important. That's what it's all about. Yes, and according to the uh, A-S-C-H-A, the Atlanta Society of Cop Haters of America, uh, the cop then pulled over two black motorists just for the fun of it, went to the zoo to shoot a lion using bullets he made from the livers of dead fetuses. Jack-booted Nazi pig thug! Copper! (sighs) Doing a good deed. What's the matter with you, police officers? Oh, and here's another one. This is disgusting. A woman driving from Louisville to Clarksville, Tennessee, got terrible family news over the phone. Her sister just died. She was distraught. She turned her car around to go back home. But an officer stopped her because she had violated a couple of traffic laws, and then he found out what had happened that her sister had just died, and she had just found out that minute. 
So the sister, Shonda Garner, thanked the officer from the Hillville Police Department for showing compassion, who listened to her sister, explained why she was so upset, wiped away tears from her face. He encouraged her to drink some water because it was extremely hot outside, then spoke to the members of the family when they called to check on her to see how she was doing. When the family arrived to take the sister to her dead sister and back to the family, the officer was still there, sitting next to her, consoling her with that bad news. Should have given her a ticket for using her phone while That's she was right. driving. That's right. Being on in a car with a phone and, and delivering dead Marietta fetuses. Would have. I mean, if if you don't care about Planned Parenthood, why the hell should you care about a woman's and sisters died? My God, don't you care about dead babies? How can you be a cop and help people and not care about dead babies? I mean, it's all related, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, 12-13... Don't you have homes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Whitey, where's your hat? Kimmer now and news, uh, weather and traffic out. on your ride home Stand on by. News Radio Stand 1067. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> son. Yes, and this portion of our show is brought to you by yeah, yeah. Atlanta Hawks forward Mike Scott, oh, boy. who could miss next season yeah. due to joint problems. <laughs> I said he can miss joint. the whole season because of joint problems. problems. Joint, it's a joke, son. <laughs> it's, it's, and now here's your season. host, the Kimmer. Thank you for the whole season there. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Letter of Friday. Blue moon. Tonight there will be a blue moon in the sky. A blue moon, of course, scientifically refers to the fact that the cream cheese turns blue whenever there's a solar eclipse. And usually the cream cheese of the moon is kind of a white yellow. A blue moon it refers to the second full moon in any given month. And since moons come around every 29 days, months only usually contain one. And it can appear to turn blue from either volcanic eruptions somewhere on Earth. Ash and smoke in the air scatter red light but let blue light through so it looks like a blue filter in a blue moon. Uh, in 1883, people saw blue moons almost every night after an Indonesian volcano, Krakatoa, erupted with the force of a 100-megaton nuclear bomb. Yowie. Uh, 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 forest fires can also create a blue filter in the sky, so we have a dozen of them or more, I guess a hundred of them going on in the west now, right now, so it's going to be a blue moon tonight, and it may actually look blue. Also, this was the day... Down Simba! Down Simba! Ah! This was the day in 1928. Leo the Lion roared for the first time at the beginning of MGM's first talking picture, White Shadows in the South Seas. The uh, person who discovered the roaring lion then uh, aborted some fetuses and sold the baby body parts to Planned Parenthood, who turned it into a bow and arrow to go kill lions in Africa. So it's all related there. All right, 844-404-1067, uh, I got Richard uh, wants to talk about the lion and Thomas with something. It's Letter of Friday, anything goes, it's your show, 844-404-1067. And I will have uh, tickets to give away to the Braves-Marlins game a week from today, next Friday, August 7th, with post-game fireworks and it's Braves Alumni Weekend, so you can come out and meet over 50 Braves legends. Oh, we just, we just lost the line. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's start with uh, Richard, and uh, as soon as uh, we get a line back, we'll be uh, doing a little special thing. Hey, Richard, thanks for holding. How's it going? Happy Friday. 
Thank you, Cameron. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. Also, on these lines uh, yep. being brought in or zebras or yep. anything like that, they yep. ought to put a ban on them like they put on bans on reptiles coming in this country, you know, like the heads and all that, unless they've been certified or something. Uh, and just and that way people won't go down there and hunt. Well, uh, that's uh, that's an, I, I, I'm not in favor of laws to prevent things from in foreign countries, although, you know, you're not supposed to import elephant ivory tusks. So our baby seal skin, you know, I mean, there there are rules about certain things. But I'm not saying we should ban hunting, but uh, this business with a lion and this dentist is just appalling. And by the way, I don't feel a little bit in any way sorry in any way that I have compassion uh, for the uh, killing of that and the torturing of that lion who walked around for two days with an arrow stuck in his belly, suffering. Oh, right, wait a minute, hold on. I just got to check the weather forecast. What's it doing, baby? Oh, look out. It's definitely rain in bed, my friends. That means only one thing. Yes, it's time to hide the women and children. What we bring you now, Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Doe. Hello. Hey, Leslie, how's it going? Live from Men's International, (laughs) where a sandwich is just a sandwich, but a man, which is much more like a meal. Leslie. With another session of Men's Zone Ball, it's me, Leslie Dove. Leslie Dove, yes. Well, college football's right around the corner, Cameron. I must say yeah. that this analyst is in truly is truly is jealous of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, what, what do you mean, sir? I don't. Uh... Well, haven't you heard the news? The Buckeyes are sitting atop the coaches' poll. <laughs> I didn't even realize Jerry Sandusky was back in the coaching ring. <laughs> no, I think it's a ranking, sir. It's a. <laughs> Oh, less of the top teams. Well, the Georgia Bulldogs are also in a coveted position, Kimmer. Oh, they are? What's that? I... They're nine and rising. <laughs> <laughs> Ninth place in the poll. <laughs> steadily going up. For the... Just a few weeks away from the Joe Doe hosting the college football kickoff class. Oh, the kickoff class. I should not say kickoff, I guess, to a man in Kimmer's condition. <laughs> it could be any day. I apologize for getting management's hopes up by mentioning kickoff and Kimmer in the same sentence and Sorry. potentially snuffing out any progress on Kimmer's show promotion or contract renewal that was never going to happen in the first place. That would solve a lot of problems, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah we'll get back to you, Brad, right after Hell freezes over and we make a newsmaker line promo parody song and put it in the promo song. I'll take things that'll never happen for 100, Alex. Mercy. Meanwhile, Florida State leads the ACC with yeah. three potential All-Americans, four potential rapists, and a half dozen potential murder suspects. <laughs> Say what you will about the Seminoles, Kimmer. They yes, sure sir. know how to get their players ready for the NFL. They know how to get them ready, that's for sure. <laughs> By raping and murder. Drug dealers, murderers, rapists. <laughs> have to connect the two together. Hey, folks, here's a guy with his head up his butt. (laughs) I've been sick. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to trade places with Tom Brady, Cameron, right now. Well, why is that, sir? Well, he's going to be benched for four games. However, I wouldn't mind trading places with a bench for a while. Place for you to sit out. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Tom Brady will learn a valuable lesson from this experience. It's like Tom Arnold says, you know, you got to be careful how you handle a pigskin. It can get you in all kinds. Of- <laughs> that tickles. Cut it out. I'm Roseanne. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> And finally up in D.C., Tiger Woods opened with a 69 after putting in a solid 300-par score at the uh, Quicken Homes National. Wait a minute, that was his score. Get to there. <laughs> Amanda Duffner toasted Tiger's performance by raising a glass of champagne as well as her ankles. 
knows? I might even pop some Andre myself. No, champagne, champagne. See, I wanted to trade places with the bench the as bench opposed to Tom Brady. And until next time, it's been Leslie Dove. I'll see you at the ball yard. Go Braves, chop, chop. Thank you, Leslie, the glorious Catch Leslie. Catch a promo sometime. <laughs> Fat chance. <laughs> Look out. The glorious Leslie Dove. Susan and Thomas are coming up. It's your show. It's Letter Rip Friday on News Radio 1067 with the Kimmer. Mercy! Look out! This is Marv Albush, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Mike Scott of the Atlanta Hawks, who wants to remind young people that a gram of prevention (laughs) is worth a kilo of cure. (laughs) Yes! And now, here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so very much. Look out. Yeah, you got nailed. High-speed chase, 100 miles an hour, brother at the wheel. And they caught him with that, with that molly, which is, is that ecstasy? Is that, say, or, yes. I thought it was horse tranquilizers. Molly, Jeez, unbelievable. And it's a bunch of weed. I can't believe it. An NBA player smoking weed? God, what do they think of next? 1235. Yeah, it was on this day in 1964. A Rolling Stones concert in Belfast, Northern Ireland. This day, 1964 was stopped after 12 minutes because the fans started rioting. <laughs> 12 minute concert. A couple of birthdays. Uh, Rico Rodriguez, a really cool little kid from Modern Family is 17. Actor and director BJ Novak from The Office who played Michael's man crush. He's 36 today. And uh, oh, is this was also the day in uh, for you oldies or go get your grandparents in 1970 we heard this for the last time. Good luck. And good night, Chet. Good luck, David. And good night for NBC News. 1970, Chet Huntley said good night, David, for the last time to David Brinkley. Huntley retired from the NBC Nightly News after 15 years. That was actually from that final broadcast. Yeah, that was that was the one. Yeah. Anyway, now John, but you probably never even heard Huntley Brinkley, have you? No. There you sorry. go. All right. Now we have more history quizzes for you, by the way, of social and cultural history coming up a little bit. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, hold on, Susan and Thomas. It's your show, and let me get Tammy here on News Radio One Hundred Six Seven as we have a letter up Friday. Anything goes. It's only the camera. Hi, Tammy. Welcome aboard. Hey, Kimmer, how are you? I'm doing great for an old fart. How's it going with you today? All righty. I heard, and I don't know, sister, I today your last day? Today my last day? You know, everybody's telling me today's my last day. I, they forgot to tell me. I don't know. Is today well, my last good. day? Somebody go wake good. Mr. Kruger, our boss. Well, and I'm glad it. it's not, Dan, because I can't. I love y'all. Well, you're very kind. We we try to have a good time here and do some serious stuff, but, but have a good time doing it. Too. You you do. You, you you keep me in serious, and then you keep me laughing like crazy. I love y'all. Y'all can't go nowhere. Well, Tammy, you're very sweet. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend too. <laughs> now stop that. The nice girl calls in, and you have to go. <laughs> God. Yeah, he's the guy who put the turd in the punch bowl. By the way. <laughs> He's the guy who cuts the cheese in the elevator right as he gets out at his floor. Hey, uh, here's Susan on News Radio 106.7. Tom is coming up. Hello, Susan. Welcome aboard. Happy Friday. What's up? Hey, Kim. Happy Friday. So um, I just got a vent for a second. Uh, sure. the, the PC world is, is killing me. Um, I heard last week that there's a group of people trying to change the actual verbiage or the designation of if a person's 
underweight, normal, overweight, and then they go to obese and then morbid obesity. Well, yeah, they're and, trying to wipe out the obesity and the morbid obesity and, and refer to them as large people. Yeah. Are you kidding me with that? And large Americans. Yeah, that's the University that's of New Hampshire. Help them lose weight even more because you're not obese now. You're just large. Yeah, it's it's political correctness run amok. It's University of New Hampshire. The people are nuts up there. And even by the way, even the president of the University of New Hampshire who said whoever put out this cold code book is an idiot. I mean, even he was complaining about it. So, all right, hold on. Here's Thomas, and Michael's coming up. Thomas on News Radio 1067. Letter up Friday. Thomas, what's going on? Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Love you guys. Thank up you. There. Appreciate it. Um, I had a story I kind of wanted to tell you. Uh, I'm going to leave the name of the company unnamed, but I right. um, uh, worked for a printing company, and we printed up what looked like uh, notebook paper with the lines, you know, the small lines you write on. Yeah. Um, I noticed something kind of looked a little off, and when I looked under a, uh, a high-powered magnifying glass, I noticed uh, names. And I looked up the name, and they were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names. I looked up the names, and they were names of um, named of Iraqis who had been killed during the Iraqi war, civilians, innocent civilians, I guess. Um, I myself am a uh, non-combat veteran. Um, and I have lost a lot of friends overseas to the war, and this really offended me. And I told my boss, I said, I refuse to print this. This is, you know, this is slandering the military. This is making everybody look bad, you know. And they said that if I did not print it, that I would be fired. Is it like hidden, hidden like a watermark or just teeny writing or or what? It's very small. You would not be able to see it with the naked eye. Uh, You had to use a magnifying glass. Um, and uh, and I told him, I said, you know, this is I looked at where it was going to and it was going to some kind of arts festival. And the only thing I could think of was maybe a protest, an anti-war protest. And I'm like, I'm not oh, I'm against it completely. Is, is the boss uh, a Muslim or is he an immigrant from Syria or something or does it uh, might as well be? He oh, might as man. well be as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, that seems so. Thanks, Thomas. I, I, I wish I had an answer to an explanation for it. I mean, it just seems kind of silly if it's so small. It must be somebody's personal tribute. To the victims of of American aggression, you know, uh, and I'll bet you it is some kind of a protest thing. My God! All right, here's Michael, News Radio 1067. Hey, Michael, welcome aboard. What's up, man? Hi, thank you. Uh, just one little tidbit of information about the Huntley Brinkley report. Yeah, uh, can you name their theme song when they signed off every night? Da 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 da. da. Um, I didn't. Uh... Johnny Mercer write that? The same guy who wrote the Tonight Show theme, I think? <laughs> no, not quite. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, the, uh, it was the opening of the second movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Oh, there you go. I think I remember oh. hearing it was a, it was a well-known uh, piece. but it's, I did... it's, it's hard to have something like, dump, 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 dump. Like you say, it's pretty hard to call me. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Michael. Well, you're very kind. I appreciate it. Well, here it is right now. Here's two good friends. Tonight is kind of special. I, I don't really think that's the... No, that's no, I'm fairly sure that's not it. <laughs> I'm not positive that's not it, but I'm not too sure that's right. It. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, we'll talk more about Hillary and Donald. Oh, by the way, the Donald. I, again, for the record, if you didn't see the video yet, the Donald shows up in Scotland. Th- this week is the Women's British Open Golf Tournament. 
It's a, it's a huge event for women golf, uh, professional golfers, and it's held at uh, what Trump's place in Scotland. He's bought a bunch of golf course properties, and they're beautiful properties, and they really are magnificent venues. But after his comments about immigrants being a bunch of rapists and murderers, uh, the uh, people in charge of the tournament wanted to move the site, but they said there's no way we can do it in time. It wouldn't be fair to the compet- uh, competition, so we'll keep it there, but we don't really like it very much. Well, the Donald shows up. Uh, in his helicopter, lands at the golf course, and then in his hat, by the way, he definitely he wouldn't leave without his hat, so it didn't mess his hair, and then had this to say. Everyone's asked me to be here. The tour's asked me to be here. The world has asked me to be here. Illegal immigration in the oh, United whoa, States. Whoa, 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 whoa. The world has asked him to be there? They wanted him to stay away because he brought... And uh, here, he, I, I, he actually said this. Everyone's asked me to be here. The tour's asked me to be here. The world has asked me to be <laughs> here. World. Illegal immigration in the United States is a huge subject, and I brought it to the fore, and everybody's thanking me for it. And that, <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons... I think that's one of the reasons... That's one of the reasons I became number one in the poll. <laughs> Everybody's thanking me for it. Everybody knows that I'm number one, and I'm the world. The world wants him there. I swear to God, if if we elect a president who's afraid to take off his hat because it'll mess up that dead muskrat, I mean. And, and by the way, if it's if if it's between Trump and Hillary, I vote Trump. Yeah. But he's a draft dodger. I don't like the way he treats his women, and he's afraid to get his hair messed up in the wind. Are you nuts? But I'll vote for him over that cold-hearted assassin, I promise you. Troll for the What did I just say about <laughs> ethnic slurs? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr. <laughs> Raymond? Now here's your host <laughs> yes, who sir. wants to know, yes. is it wrong for a man to offer Ryan Seacrest a shoulder to cry on <laughs> as well as some tissue, you know, for the tears? No, I don't think so. Here he is, so Kim either. Peterson. Thank you. Oh, man. If you have no idea what that was, Google Perry Mason. Della. <laughs> It's 12.50. Look out. It's only the Kimmer. It's your show. Let her rip Friday. Anything goes. Here's the number. 844-404-1067. Gary Lewis of Gary Lewis and the Playboys is 70. He's Jerry Lewis's kid. And he and the but his buddies from Hollywood High School decided in the 60s to come up with a band. And they had a couple of rock and roll hits, including this one, This Diamond Ring. Gary Lewis of the Playboys is 70 today. Actor Dirk Blocker from Brooklyn Nine-Nine is 58. Eve Best from Nurse Jackie is 44. Uh, And uh, on this day in 1998, actor uh, Gary Coleman turned himself into police after allegedly punching out a woman who had asked him for his autograph. And he, uh, let's see if I can only find a thing. Oh, mm-hmm. second there, if I find page two there. No, I don't see it. On, I thought he just did it. Yeah, you, just, you just had it. I just had it. I don't even see it. Maybe so. Hold on. This will be worth it, I promise you. It's a, uh, uh, no, it won't. Well, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, uh, Gary Coleman. Yeah. Turned himself into the cops on this day in 1998 after he punched a woman who wanted his autograph. And turned to the cop and said, What you talking about, Lou? Oh, man, yeah. that was a... You know, you know who Dirk Blocker's dad was? 
Joe, what now? Dirk Blocker's dad. Uh, wait, Dirk Blocker from, I just read it, Dirk Blocker from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, uh, Blocker, his, his the father. Dan Blocker the uh, of, uh, Hoss. of Hoss from uh, Gunsmoke, uh, from uh, Bonanza. Bonanza, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the Kimmer's lost a little something off his fastball. I don't know. <laughs> 1252. Shut up. I hold, hold everything. There's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> Hello. Who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton. I'm Esther. completely confused. I thought I was the person with the Alzheimer's. <laughs> Thank you. What the hell's going on? I don't know, sir. <laughs> Congratulations to the Hawks, Mike Scott. Congratulations to him. Yeah, I understand he does a lot of work with Jerry's kids. <laughs> Jerry's oh, wait a minute. It's not MDA. It's MDMA. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's ecstasy. Yeah, slightly it's muscular dystrophy. dystrophy. For a second there. I thought 10.9 grams was awfully small for a kid, so I didn't know what... <laughs> you hold them in your hand. <laughs> you know, Jerry Lewis sang a song about Mike Scott. Once. I didn't know that. You'll yeah. never talk alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I cannot believe that poor lion over there in Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cecil the lion, yeah. was killed like, by a nice man like Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer? I, I, Are you a hunter? <laughs> Are you just a sadist who likes to kill to get your rocks for the fun of it? <laughs> This is the last thing I'd expect, Mr. Heston, from a respectable rock and roll singer like Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer. The lion's home, but he don't know. He no, just got shot no, by sir. a crossbow. It, was, it, was, it wasn't Arnold Palmer. It was Walter Palmer, sir. It was a dentist. Oh, Walter, oh, okay. the dentist Walter Palmer. <laughs> I had so one close. more, you bastard. Oh, Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I could be wrong. Maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Who might it have I'll been? I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Yes, I, <laughs> say, I cannot believe the lion was killed by Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I thought he only liked humans. I mean, wasn't he caught selling arms to Iraq yeah, a few years ago? Arms and legs and livers. You know Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite song, don't you, no, Mr. Heston? What was that, sir? My Baloney has the first name. <laughs> he also had his own pizza chain for a while. A pizza chain? I really I... Dahmer knows. Dahmer knows. <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's my Cover breakfast. <laughs> Cover me, John boy. Yes, sir. You know why Jeffrey Dahmer wanted to eat Sean Hannity? No, I don't, sir. He was in the mood for some boar's head. <laughs> <laughs> My George, I've got a million of them. <laughs> and now it's time for yes. a very abbreviated version yes. of Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent, sir. The answer is drive to Kansas City. Drive to Kansas City. What's the only way to hear a Kimmer parody song on a station promo? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's playing him anyway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Bitter or anything. No, I wouldn't think so. (laughs) It's all right. Jeffrey and Charleston. Oh, Charnack. Yes, he followed his meal with the famous dessert of ladyfingers, and I. (laughs) 
Uh, look out, 12.55. Hold on. It's, uh, uh, Bob's got a question. Helen's coming up. Hi, Bob. Welcome to News, uh, News Radio 106.7. Hi, Bob. Hey, Cameron. How's Jack handling this heat? You know, right? I, oh, I play with him every afternoon, but I don't ride him in the afternoons. It's too hot. But we have fun. I uh, give him treats go. and goof around. Yeah, that's true. It's all right. Quick quick, quick question yeah. for you. have been here for 35 years, never figured this out. I just went from the Mall of Georgia to 985 or 85 to 985. It's yeah. two miles. It took me 35 minutes. Yeah. Every, I figured it out. Everybody's gone for the free. I know. Who the heck cares about a 6% discount on a $12 t-shirt? I mean, you know, what's that, 60 cents or something? I mean, and you drive all over at $4 a gallon of gasoline to get it. I don't know. Oh. Hello. Hi, Bob. <laughs> a little late on the draw on our feet. I... <laughs> all right, Helen's got a question coming up. Hold on, Helen. We have more news regulations. Spots of other sighting, Doctor. And uh, wait to hear what uh, the Hillary's latest scandal. And oh, wait to hear what our, our, our killer Dennis wanted to do next after he bagged the lion. All coming up with a camera. Let it rip Friday. Anything goes. 1257 on News Radio 1067. Before you leave for your long awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. How the hell are you? It's me, Tony Soprano. And you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show, a program that's so bad my nephew Christopher heard it and asked me to suffocate him. Anyway, the camera's on, noon to three, weekdays on News Radio 1067. Kimmer called his doctor and said, yeah. help me, I've swallowed a bottle of sleeping pills. Yeah. The doctor told him to have a few drinks and get some rest. <laughs> Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. All right, look out, it's only me. Let's open up the phone lines. Helen, I'll be with you in just a second. Let's open up the lines, give away Braves tickets. Braves-Marlins game next Friday, week from today, plus the post-game fireworks, and it's Braves Alumni Weekend. 50 Braves legends will be out for autographs and... Shake a howdy with him if you really like it. So again, here's the number, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Call right now, and we'll uh, ask you a Braves question, <coughs> excuse me, about the franchise and history and so forth. If you want the tickets for next Friday's game, 844-404-1067. It was on this day in 1987, <coughs> a judge in San Francisco ruled that soul singer Dave Prater and his new partner, Sam Daniels, could not bill themselves as Sam and Dave, even though their first names were still Sam and Dave. But the original Sam and Dave, with Sam Moore, had a string of hits including Soul Man and Hold On, I'm Coming. Soul Man here by the Blues Brothers, just for fun of it. Uh, but he could, even though the guy's name was actually Sam, they couldn't use the name Sam and Dave because it was belonged to a different Sam, 1987. A couple of birthdays. Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling is 50. And Robert Telfer, the actor who was in Saved by the Bell, is 38 today. So there we go. I got 105 on News Radio 1067. Uh, Helen, if you don't mind holding on for one second, Will, I, I think she's got a great idea. But first, let's uh, give away these tickets. Uh, start right anywhere you want, Pete. And let's see. Oh, wait a minute. 
Oh, hold on a second. Jeff. Pick one. Uh, Jeff on News Radio 1067. Jeff, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, how you doing, Cameron? Gary, Love your show, partner. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Here's a question for you. Uh, from the beginning, the Atlanta Braves are now the Atlanta Braves, but including the Braves from their original team in all of the cities Atlanta Braves have been, how many World Series have the have the Braves won in their history? Oh my lord. Um if you can think of the other cities, you can probably come up. in Milwaukee. Um, two. Oh, you're so close. So sorry. Uh, here's Todd, News Radio 106.7. How many World Series has the Braves franchise from its beginning to today won, sir? Uh, offhand, I guess three. Three. You got it. They won one in Boston, won one in Milwaukee, and won one in Atlanta. Well done, Todd. Congratulations. You're going to the game. And if you'd like to take a selfie or something with your friends, we'll uh, put it on the Kimmer Show website page. Okay, now let me get to, uh, and thank you, Michael and Casey and Todd and the rest of you. It's 106. Here's Helen on News Radio 1067. A letter rip Friday. Hi, Helen. Welcome. What's going on? Oh, thank you so much. Did you see the report where the armed forces, they can't recruit enough people? They're 15% short. Yeah. So. You know, that sounds to me like they're making noises about bringing back the draft. And you know what that means. They're going to have to draft women. But I don't like that because my shotgun is too heavy and someone's going to have to carry it. And I don't want to camp. <laughs> I say bring back the draft. What the hell? I mean, come on. Why not? Hell, the women in Israel go in the army, and it wouldn't. No, I, they wouldn't draft fine. women. I don't want to draft women. I don't think women should be drafted. I don't think women. Uh, I mean, I don't think women should be in combat. And I know that all the things are women pilots or combat pilots. I still don't like it well, because women bear the children. And as long as women are the only human beings that that can have children, I say we treat them specially so that we can continue the damn human race, uh, just philosophically. But anyway, what do you think? Well, it's fine for women that want that aspire to be men, but for those of us that don't like to camp and our guns too heavy, I mean, you do not want me in a foxhole. No. My coffee is cold. I mean, you know how whiny women are. Yeah, I mean, thanks. Plus, honestly, I don't, I don't, I just don't like the thought of of women in a and in the Marine Corps. We call it a fighting hole. It's not a foxhole. It's a fighting hole. Uh, just for the record, but anyway. That, oh, sweetness, Bell, went away. I just was going to do something from the, from the yeah, whole stack of stuff. All right, hold on a minute. I know you got to fight. Jeez, now you caught me totally off guard here. <laughs> Sorry, stack kettle of sweetness, Bell. All right, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Um, uh, let's see. No, that's hey, not good. Uh, <laughs> All right, wait. What the hell? What's that? Thank you. <laughs> you little shaky fingers today. Wait, up a little late last night, were you? With a nurse next door or something? <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, here we go. Here we go. I'm getting kind of tired, always slowly raising my hand when someone asks, who does something like that? <laughs> I've <laughs> I've always wondered what the job application is like at Hooters. Do they just hand the girls a bra and say, here, fill this out? <laughs> hi hey. There's a sweetness bell for you. Just hi uh, uh 109 on News Radio 1067. Now, does Casey, was Casey still playing the, uh, con- let's find out. Uh, put Casey on the radio. Casey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing, good, good. Were you on for the Braves tickets or something else? I was on for the Braves tickets. Well, I'm sorry they're all gone. So there you go. See you around. <laughs> That's cold, man. That's cold. I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right. Anyway, just for the record, uh, this uh, the uh, Cecil's line. And, and by the way, okay, can we get this straight? It's Cecil. It's not Cecil. 
If you're in freaking London or the British Isles, you know, it was, it was Cecil was, you know, the line, you know, it was, it was Cecil was having his bumper shoot in the lift on the trolley when watching the telly, you know, it was Cecil. It was, uh, it's not Cecil, it's freaking Cecil. I, anyone ever said Cecil? It's just, you know, it's, you know, it's Robert Lockett or something. Uh, movies, you know, there's so many movies. It's, it's, it's Cecil the lion. But guess what his killer, Walter Palmer, wanted to do next? Robert? Not Walter Palmer. Robert Palmer. Now you got me doing it. Walter Palmer, the uh, killer dentist from Minnesota, uh, asked his guide if they could go do something special. And he, let's see, he asked if he could find. (laughs) Wait a minute. Crap. Now where did it go? I just had it. I got it in my stinking hand. Uh, he Oh, here we go. He asked his guide if they could uh, kill a massive elephant, but they could, the guide said we'll never find one big enough. He wanted to be able to find an elephant that goes by the weight of the tusks, and he wanted to find an elephant whose tusks weighed 63 pounds. The hunter's uh, a guide guy said the client... Palmer, the, the dentist, asked if we could find him an elephant larger than 63 pounds, which is the weight of a tusk. That's how they determine how big the elephants are they want to kill, by the weight of one tusk. Uh, give me a 63-pounder, would you? And the, it's a huge elephant, but uh, the guide said I told him I would not be able to find one that big, so he got all pouty and left the next day. Uh, he shot the line he wanted to shoot, paid for the trophy, which is skull and skin. The uh, guy says he took it to the place where they were curing it prior to getting a taxidermist imported to the United States where they could assemble and mount the lion's head and his skin on the guy's wall. Uh, the guide says he didn't want to shoot animals. He only does it because he had a farm, but he lost the farm, and he has, doesn't have a way of making money, so he's an outdoorsman, so he became a guide for hunters. Uh, speaking of elephants, by the way, he says that as many as 30,000 elephants are killed every year for their tusks in Africa. Rhino poaching in South Africa last year hit a record high. 1,215 rhinos killed for their horns. And this, and by the way, I make no apologies. I mean, I don't, I'm not against hunting. I don't think we should outlaw hunting. I don't think we should outlaw big game hunting. I think there's probably a... a a reason for it, for culling herds or for whatever. But, you know, this needless slaughter of luring an elephant out with a dead carcass of an elephant, how they got him out of the forest or out of the lion preserve, the game farm, uh, and then slaughtering him with a, with a bow and arrow where he walks around for two days with an arrow stuck in him until they finally found him and killed him again. Uh, that's just appalling. And now the dentist is in hiding. And I say extradite him to Zimbabwe and put him on trial for poaching. And if he's guilty, 15 years in an African prison. Oh, he's going to need more than a dentist. 112 now. It's a good thing those cotton-picking Yankees can't shoot straight. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, look out now. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, this is Dan Ray. Hey, Coach. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought yeah. to you by the yeah. University of Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Where their degrees open a lot of doors. Yeah. You know, the door to McDonald's, the door to Burger <laughs> King, the door to the unemployment office. Thank you. And now here's your host, who's headed there himself, Kim Peterson. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a rumor. It's an ugly rumor. It's only me. As far as I know, this is not my last day. I just, everybody seems to think so. Of course, you know, they always tell you on the way out Friday, so you, you can't do any damage the next day. <laughs> 120, look out.
I like this song. This is R.E.M. Their drummer, Bill Berry, is 57 today. This is What's the Frequency, Kenneth, which is the song based on what Dan Rather says happened to him. Was it in New York? Walking the sidewalks in New York. And Dan Rather, the former CBS anchorman, says some guy came running up to him and said, What's the Frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> and they made this song about it, but I don't think we ever got to the bottom of it. Anyway, a couple of birthdays. Uh, Susan Flannery, an actress from The Bold and the Beautiful, is 76 today. Jim Truefrost from American Odyssey and The Wire is 49. Actor Dean Cain, one of the Lois and Clark Superman stars, is 49 today. And you're with the camera on News Radio 1067, 121, 844 404 1067. Excuse me, 844 404 1067. Uh, here's another heartwarming story about uh, <clears throat> law enforcement and crime in America. An 18-year-old man named Jesus Denise Mendoza from Wyoming had run out of gas and was off to the side of the road. That's when Jason Shane and Tana Shane, a married couple, and their daughter, 26-year-old Jora Shane, decided to stop and help. In fact, it was the daughter who saw the car on the side of the road. She went to their nearby home, which is, happens to be on an Indian reservation, incidentally. They were members of the Crow tribe. And so the Good Samaritans, the parents and their 26-year-old daughter, went back to the car and asked if they could help him because he had run out of gas. And that's when he pulled a twenty-two caliber rifle and said, give me all your money. He told them to get out of their car, demanded money. When the couple said they only had change, they had just come back from a religious revival in Window Rock, Arizona. Denise, uh, Jesus Denise Mendoza, told them to start walking. The daughter told investigators that was when she heard gunshots and her mother screaming out in the native crow tongue to run for her life. As the daughter ran away, she felt blood running down her face. He had shot her in the back and killed her parents and then stole the car. They've caught him. He's 18. And if you see the mugshot of this scumbag, 18-year-old Jesus Denise Mendoza from Warland, Wyoming. They caught, he did it in Montana. They caught him in Wyoming. He, he looks like a killer. I mean, he looks like an absolute death row killer. One twenty-three. Hold on. Here's the newsmaker line. There we go. See who's on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Cameron. <laughs> this is Tom Brogai calling. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Welcome. Well, I'm not in a very good mood. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm, well what happened? Well, I'm Tom? absolutely positively involved with from Minneapolis and our Walter Palmer. Right. Tom, we have kind of a bad line. You're. Uh, I'm uh, mad about the dentist, Walter Palmer. Walter Palmer, the dentist. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, who brutally and maliciously slaughtered the horrible feelings of the lion. Brutal slaughter lion. We got those out of there. Yes, sir. Yeah. When they locate <laughs> yeah. Walter Palmer, somebody should take that guy and string him up by the wall. Somebody should do something with his... Uh, I don't think I want to... <laughs> string him up. Oh, I, oh, all right. String him. All right. Sir. Well, a big day here at Rolfo Plaza in New yes. York, NBC. Yes, big big day? It looks like that actor Michael J. Fox is on his way to our uh, sister network, MSNBC. Really? Well, didn't you hear they announced they're going to shake things up over there? Oh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, yowie. Oh, hi oh. <laughs> Maybe they should run a crawl under Michael says, uh, please do not adjust your shit set. <laughs> That was close. <laughs> <laughs> I did Sean Connery there Sean for some Connery reason. Sean Connery was next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, three hosts were hot fired from MSNBC yesterday for bad ratings. Bad Only ratings. three? How did <laughs> well, come on? I mean, I'm glad to see that fat load of Bolshevik BS uh, Ed Schultz lose his show. That was pretty close to doing. That was a heartbreaker about it. there, wasn't it? <laughs> Ed says now he'll be able to rough up his wife full time, so that's good. He, he's going to pinch hit for Bill O'Reilly. Not on the show at home, you know, keeping pinch, Mrs. O'Reilly in line. Pinch hitter, I get it. One uh, bright spot from MSNBC. Yeah. Harbaugh host Chris Matthews is up to a respectable 2.5 share. Oh, is he? Really? Oh, wait a minute. That's his blood alcohol level. <laughs> Forget highball. <laughs> <laughs> They're also saying that uh, Reverend Al Sharpton could be yeah. out of work. Out of work? Really? Wow. Al said, that's news to me. I never knew I ever had a job. You know, I got my own breakfast sandwich over there at McDonald's. What's that called? To do nothing, McMuffin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, J.O.I. Hollywood. Hollywood, yes, sir. Tensile Town, the upcoming Mission Impossible sequel. Yes, sequel. And this one, Tom Cruise, Kimmer, faces yep. his most impossible mission ever. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, sex with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps even more impossible, it's a really tall woman. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make two trips. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Tom is heard to say, gee, your hair smells terrific. <laughs> Famous shampoo from many years ago. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that's what he said. It was a little bit muffled because I don't think they have a good sound guy or something. But finally, Cameron, you know, yes. in all seriousness, in yes. a way, I kind of feel bad yeah. for Walter Palmer. You feel bad for the dentist? I mean, I wouldn't want to be a dentist in big boy prison, would you? I mean, <laughs> the phrase open wide and say, ah, could take on a whole different connotation when you think about it. <laughs> Better like this or like this? <laughs> want me to adjust this chair, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't see it tonight. Thank you, Tom Brokaw from NBC. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> now <right>. spit. <laughs> and rinse. <laughs> all right, hold everything. I got Jimmy. We'll talk about the line. We got it all. It's only the kibber. We're also going to talk about Hillary's latest scandal, and she's denying anything about that, too. I mean, I'm telling you, it's getting curiouser and curiouser. Also, uh, more newsmaker lines sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And uh, some more uh, tomfoolery, including uh, a sports with Holy Crap and Pete, by the way, coming up here. And also, uh, one more try for the Black Crows Kimmer Chorus sing-along. I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. Coming up on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Andy Rooney, and now <laughs> here's your host, who wants to know, yeah. if you fix up two blind people, yeah. what do you call it? A sight date? <laughs> that bothers me. <laughs> Here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Hold on, Jimmy. Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Zach Brown of the Zach Brown Band. Happy birthday, 37 today. And actor Wesley Snipes is 53. Now, yesterday I thought Wes I thought the other guy, uh, Lawrence, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, was the uh, tax evader, but it was Wesley Snipes who went to prison for tax evasion. Is he still? Uh, he may have been, didn't he get like five years or something? Yeah, Wesley Snipes. He's out because he was in The Expendables 3. Ah, there you go. Anyway, Wesley Snipes is 53 today. And uh, let's see, 135. Hold on, Jimmy. Uh, also, this was the day 
Well, not the exact day, but uh, there's something in, in the news that will remind you of when this happened and the sound made international news. Is anyone else crying this much that Zane left? <laughs> so I literally wake up and Zane is leaving? What the f***? I'm like crying, no? One Direction is a One Direction without Zane. Come back. Zane. Zane. I want to press the button so hard and rewind back like three years ago when they were prime. Look at this. It won't look right without him. This sounds, I'm so embarrassed. It just won't look right. These are not actresses. Those were actual little girls crying hysterically because Zayn Malik was leaving the group One Direction. He quit back in March, and girls all over the world were hysterical. Well, guess what, ladies? Zayn Malik is now signed a solo deal with RCA Records. Uh, he said he wanted to leave a normal life, but he's now going out on his own. There's no release date, but he has a record coming out, so dry your tears. It always gets better. <clears throat> 136, News Radio 106.7. <laughs> to the phones, to the phones. It's Jimmy, Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes. News Radio 106.7 with the camera. Hey, Jimmy, thanks for holding. What's up, man? Uh, well, I've been hearing all this uh, controversy about the dentist who shot the lion. Yeah. And what crime did the dentist commit? I've never heard anybody say he committed the crime. He paid these people $50,000 to go on a safari in Zimbabwe where lion hunting is is legal. We don't so know if he... It, well, the answer is we don't know if he, if he broke the law. Uh, apparently, but, the two men with him broke the law by poaching, by luring a lion out of a of a, a special area where you're not deserved. supposed to hunt him. Yes. But we don't know whether that. he broke the law or not. I don't know. Well, I'm just, you know, the poor dentist, and I say poor dentist. I mean, the man's not poor, but I'm just saying, this guy got caught up in this mess, and, and he might have not done any, anything illegal, and he's got people out in front of his dentist office uh, well, waving signs and but that's not the Well, yeah, uh, Jimmy, I understand, and I agree with you. I, he may not have broken any laws. I think they, they have to continue the investigation to see whether he did. He may have been. He, he says he didn't know anything about anything. He just he hired the guide, they got him a lion, and he got his lion. And if that's the truth, then he probably did not break any laws. Right. If he knew about it, then he definitely broke some laws. But again, that's exactly. just a legal issue. Okay, but that's not that's not why people are upset. I don't know anybody who's upset about whether or not he broke the law. They're upset about him shooting the lion in the first place. Well, uh, people shoot lions every day in Zimbabwe. It's, yep. a, it's a way of life there. Uh, this guy, I mean, you know, he's not the only big game hunter. And, I, and I'm not defending the shooting the lion. I don't care one way or the other. Yeah about whether he shot a lion or he shot an elephant or what. Yeah. Well, that's but, fine. I mean, uh, people are big game hunters. Uh, in fact, there's just an article coming out now that Donald Trump's sons are big game hunters. They go on safaris exactly. and shoot big game. So, there again, um, I personally, I don't have a problem with hunters. I'm, I used to hunt. I've been a hunter. Uh, but so I don't have a problem with hunters. I, this was a, a different story. I, I think I have a big problem with luring a cat on a protected uh, reservation exactly. wearing a collar and slaughtering him with a bow and arrow where he walks around for two days with a bow, uh, an arrow stuck in his gut and then finally dies when they finally catch him and cut off his head. It just, the whole thing yeah, is just well, gruesome. So, I mean, but that's the issue. Well, it's not look, whether he broke I, the law. I understand that, but. Right here in Georgia, and it's not big game, and it's different hunting, but yeah. I've seen people shoot deers and track them for damn 
Oh yeah, me. absolutely. Again, yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, hunting is, uh, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough activity. If you, uh, especially bow and arrow hunting, doesn't always kill them on the first shot. So you have exactly. to track them, find the blood trails, and track them, and then finish them off. And and, yeah, and for, them off. yeah, and again, but that's part of hunting. And if, if if you're a hunter, it's no big deal. If you're not a hunter, then it is a big deal. But that's you know, I, I'm we'll never solve that. And people have the right to their own way of life. And hell, my oh, uncle was. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you're right well, there. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people, and and, and I'm not pointing any finger at yeah. anybody. Yeah. But a lot of people are demonizing the guy, and he did not do anything that he hadn't done before. In Zimbabwe, right? Uh, but again, the, the big game hunt on some on safari. As far as we know, as far as we know, the luring of the lion was was wrong yeah. and illegal. Yeah. And if he knew it, then he participated yeah. in an illegal thing. Yeah. And should pay. Yeah. But until it comes out, I just it just. Uh, well, again, but the, the protests are not because he broke any laws. We don't know if he broke any laws. The protests are the basic issue of whether people should go on safari in foreign countries and kill. Uh, endangered animals or animals that are protected or uh, any trophy animals just for the trophy. That's all. I understand that. I understand that. But all these people are now depriving this gentleman of his livelihood. His (laughs) patients are even running around, you know, okay, go to no dentist who will kill a lion. Uh, Jimmy, you you do know he's been caught doing this before. He's been convicted of doing this before. Yeah, he's done the illegal hunt. Yes, he did. I I haven't, well, see, I haven't heard everything about it. That's what I'm I'm trying to gain information. I said, right. well, if I call, if I call your show, right. you guys would would uh, impart the information. Absolutely, to me. And that's and a, what I was looking for. Absolutely, I just, I just, you know. Yeah, we, I understand. I, again, and thanks for calling. I appreciate it. The, the The issue is for people who are protesting. The issue is not whether he broke a law. The issue is he shot the lion with an arrow. I mean, period. It's just, you know, if that appalls you, that appalls you. But there are people, you know, vegetarians that don't think we should eat meat. And But, you know, most of us don't feel that way, but a lot of people do. And uh, it reminds me of the old TV show Arrested Development when the blonde uh, gooku head, the sister, the mm-hmm. twin sister, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Portia DeRossi. Uh, Portia DeRossi. What's her name on the show? I don't, whatever. Maybe's mother. Anyway, she uh, she decides for, for the wrong reasons to pretend that she's in favor of animal rights. And so uh, she says, I'm going to go protest in favor of animals right to protect the animals and her brother michael says oh by the way you're wearing she says i care about animals and he says well you're wearing ostrich boots and she says well i don't care about ostriches <laughs> <laughs> so you know i mean it's just what you believe and well not not whether he broke a law but whether he broke uh, a, a moral code of some kind that's all and, and either you believe it or you don't and you have a right to your opinion and if, if you're it's legal to hunt you can hunt, and you're legal. That's not the issue. All right, 142. Here we go. <laughs> I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. Now, wait a minute. That's way, <laughs> way out of context. The Kimmer Now and News there Weather and Traffic <laughs> on your ride home on News That's Radio 106.7. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Greetings. It's me, Cecil the Lion, oh. and this portion of the Kimmer <laughs> Show is brought to you by my assailant, Walter Palmer, oh. hiding out with a Rock 100 morning show. <laughs> They'll never find him. Heavens to Murgatron. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so very much. Got a great Twitter edition here from Jess, the quack addict, who says to the Kimmer Show, the dentist must have been a Republican because if he was a Democrat, the headlines would have read, Dentist Saves Antelope. (laughs) And he's absolutely right. It was this day five years ago, Tom Mankiewicz passed away at the age of 68. He wrote James Bond films such as Live and Let Die, 
and Diamonds Are Forever, and he also wrote the first two Superman movies. Died at 68 five years ago today. Also, uh, 151, got a news break line coming up. Your calls, James and Vinny, talking about the lion. We're not done with that yet. But also, uh, uh, on this day in 1930... The Shadow Radio character, dare debut as a narrator of the Detective Story Hour on CBS in 1930. And in 1933... Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong, the All-American Boy! Jack Armstrong! <laughs> the All-American Boy debuted on CBS in Chicago in 1933. 152 on News Radio 106.7. Hold everything. We've got to talk more about Hillary's latest scandal, Donald Trump, uh, and wearing his stupid hat because he would get his hair... Mu- I mean, honestly, I'd give a 1000 bucks for someone to mess up his hair on television. Yep. Uh, wait, there's the newsbreaker line. Hold everything. Let's use any old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. This is Randy Travis. Is this Steve McCoy? <laughs> no, not, he's not on Did right I now. win the Bentley? <laughs> yeah, I came to the wrong show, that's for sure. How's Yesterday it going, Randy? on the Kimmer show, you had to name all the inductees the Baseball Hall of Fame to win a bag of M&M's. <laughs> I Randy Travis calling the Steve show, and I got the God blessed Hope Diamond just for staying on the line. <laughs> well. I've written a new song, as a matter of a fact. A new song, Randy Travis. Not your sales department. Oh, all right, sir. They'll keep kissing Steve's ass forever <laughs> and ever and ever. Amen. <laughs> hey, folks, here's a song that could actually make a station promo. Boom. <laughs> well, they like him, that's all. <laughs> you know, I need to cut down on my drinking, Kimmer. Cut down and drinking, Randy? Didn't yeah, the other day my doctor drew blood, and I asked him if he wanted to run a tab. <laughs> <laughs> Had an olive in it, I know. <laughs> Run a that was my urine specimen that had the olive in it. Oh, sorry. Well, after being out of circulation for quite yeah. a while, I yes. ran to Travis. Yes. has been backing up Kenny Chesney. Oh, you have? And if things work out, he might even put me in the band. You never know. <laughs> You know, rumors were wild that I, Randy Travis, yeah. somehow came between uh, Kenny Chesney and Renee Zellweger. Really? Is that the But rumor? I'm not really into that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Coming between a man no. and his wife. His or wife, you know, no. I mean, I'm sure I broke up a marriage at 12, but I would never do it. <laughs> the damn sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> Something I was hoping maybe you could explain. I mean, this uh, dentist, uh, Walter Palmer, shoots a line in the stomach, and people want him burned at the stake. Stake burn him, yeah. Victor Hill shoots a real estate agent in the stomach. She doesn't even get a God-blessed traffic (laughs) citation. (laughs) Victor almost killed a woman, shot out most of her large intestine, destroyed her spleen, and she lost one of her kidneys. And diminutive D.A. Danny Porter Porter. charges Shouldn't drink when I call. <laughs> Misdemeanor reckless conduct. Yeah. I'm sorry the fix is in. I didn't even know Victor worked for Cox Broadcast. <laughs> Sugar really. loaf all over again, Kim. I tell you in English, that whole thing had a chance. But... <laughs> That's still pretty good, you know. I... <laughs> Do some editing later, be fine. <laughs> I'm just too big a drunk to go on a rant, I guess, you know. Well, that's all right. Leave it for Dennis Miller. <laughs> Judgy. <laughs> 
after having a show cancel off, off, after only two episodes, yeah. I hear Ryan Seacrest is at home licking his wounds, Cameron. Is, is that right, sir? Yeah, I called to see if he needed any help. Oh, you know? yeah, that knock-knock <laughs> show that lasted two weeks. <laughs> Who's there? Nobody, unfortunately. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> that show was so bad it was simulcast last night on WGST. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, if I yes, can sir. spit it out. Sure. I want all my fans to come out to Walker County this week, and I'm going to be performing over there at the Tri-State Crematory. Oh, you are? What? I didn't know this. Scattering bones, <laughs> oh, scattering God. bones. Oh. Your grandma is just lying there alone. Oh. And remember, remember their slogan, Cameron. What was their slogan again? The Tri-State Crematory, where you're always at the top of the heat. It <laughs> where the yeah. women are really stacked. Stacked One on top of the <laughs> the meat just falls off the bone. Falls off the bone. <laughs> I think that was the hickory. <laughs> it's one of those slogans, I'm pretty sure. Put some south in your mouth. In the ha-ha. Wait a minute. <laughs> that was a whole different slogan for some of your other performances, Randy, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Helping us out. Went so well. On Let It Rip Friday. I could cry. I'm crying myself. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 157. I got your lion calls. Hold everything on News Radio 1067. Look out. Before you leave for your long awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404 404- 325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Walter Cronkite, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You know, Hangman and John Boy have worked very hard putting this together, and all I can say is it's a shame. Listen to the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer is a strong, soft, and disposable. Well, wait a minute. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. All right, hold everything. Well, this was the day that uh, Black Crows singer Chris Robinson got six months probation for spitting on a customer at a 7 Eleven store in Denver in 1991. All right, should I? Yes, yes. You know, if you, if you just joined us, you may not know that I used to be the bass player in the Black Crows, and they kicked me out because I kept screwing up one stupid song. Hard to handle, and and I just I just got so I just I got so excited singing that I kept messing up the lyrics, and they finally kicked me out of the band. So try it one more time. Yeah. All right, I I'm think just... we'll try to pull it out one more. Time. <laughs> That's now out of context. <laughs> all right, uh, oh girl, light candle now. Hey, look. All right, all right. So we got it down. We got it down. Let's try it one more time because uh, they monitor the Kimmer show, and they might let me back in the band if I can get it right. So we'll get the chorus, Black Crows, and then we got David, Benny, and James coming up. I'll get your calls, I promise. Good. I'm doing the bass now. Singing on the chorus is what got me. Okay. All right. Hey, little. Let it go. 
this out here. Black crows. Right, here it comes. All right, here. Oh, my. here it comes. Oh, my. All right, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hey, hey, little girl, make your candle, mama, camel, candle, tab, oh, crash, tab, god damn it, Mikey, damn it. What? No, I didn't. I said, damn it, Mikey, damn it. <laughs> what? You dumped it? What did I say? I didn't say anything bad. I did? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. I was saying, oh, God damn it. Now, Hangman says I said something bad. That's a damn lie, mister. Give me 24 minutes and I'm going to pull it. <laughs> well, I was just saying but syllables and consonants and then said, damn it, Mikey, damn it. Oh, well, that's the last time I'll do that then, because that's the last time you said I said something bad. We actually have that recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. Well, you dumped it, right? So we're okay. Well, I I swear I never would have said what you think I said. Never. (laughs) (laughs) All right, to the phones. Enough of this tomfoolery. Uh, Here's James, Benny, and David coming up. James on News Radio 1067. Welcome, sir. Thanks for holding, and you are finally on the radio. Kimmer, yes, good to sir. talk to you, brother. Thanks, How you man. Doing? We're doing great. How are you, James? Happy hey, Friday. I'm good, brother. Listen, I've been listening to you since I was 14. I'll be 30 in February, man. I used to love coming home from school. My dad would have you on, cracking me up, brother. But, uh, that's uh, daddy. You're very kind. I'll be uh, I'll be quick. And by the way, appreciate the service. Yes, sir. Uh, Thank you. Just want to make a real quick comment, not to beat the Cecil Lion issue into the ground, but uh, I'm actually a uh, bow hunter myself, and uh, I'd like I don't know all the facts, but I do know, obviously, he got a bad shot, probably yeah. hit that lion in the liver or something like that. Yeah. If he had double-lunged him, it would have, been, would have been over real quick. Totally agree with you guys. If he knew about it, prosecute his butt. Yeah. Totally agree, because I'm for fair chase. I don't believe in baiting. I think that takes the fun out of it, for one. Yeah. That's uh, not hunting. Two, that's just killing. That's not hunting. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I yeah. do have a friend. Um, I'm a landscaper. I don't make a whole lot of money, but I got a friend who's uh, he's a millionaire, and he went on two safaris. Um, you know, obviously for trophy, uh, shot a big gems buck and stuff like that. But we just want to shed a little light on the safari issue for people that don't know. Yeah. Um, when you hunt in South Africa, you're actually hunting on the native people's lands out there. So whenever you kill, like if you wanted to go out there and kill a kudu or something like that, the natives eat everything that you shoot and you get the trophy so you are feeding a lot of people and i thought that was pretty cool and i thought maybe that kind of would i did know that yeah uh, plus so, I, I think also the not to, to those who are against it it doesn't justify it but i understand all the money that go that goes to these uh, uh, companies uh, frequently a lot of it goes back into conservation efforts to try to save wild animals that are extinct or whatever but it, you know again right. for people who don't know appreciate it in fact my you know my son-in-law is a bow hunter and I oh, and I, I mean he is and I and I say I'll never go with you I don't I just couldn't do it I don't I think it's just too icky for me because you they don't always get the kill and then it's just you know the of course same thing with a rifle you you shoot a deer right. with a thirty out six or a thirty thirty he may not may not be dead right away either yeah. so hunting well, is hunting I think, I think we both agree if you're going to be a bow hunter or a rifle hunter please practice yeah. Yeah, all be year a good before one. you go hunting. Yeah, be a be, good one yeah <laughs> you know yeah nobody wants an animal to suffer yeah. I know I don't but I do think that. Bow hunting is definitely a little bit more sporting. Um, I mean, it's definitely a challenge. I mean, 
you may not even get to pull your bow back on yeah. uh, deer, elk, whatever. But yeah. anyway, Cameron, great to talk James, to you. James, thanks, I man. I appreciate it. Thank, hey, thanks, buddy. Thank All you right. very much. And, 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 and for the record, most hunters will tell you, most hunters are conservationists. Most hunters are true outdoorsmen. Uh, but this this whole issue with this Dennis is another thing. All right, here's uh, Benny and uh, David and Barry coming up. Hey, Benny, welcome aboard. Thanks for holding, sir. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, good listeners here, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Um, what gets me is, that line was tagged GPS, and they should have known that that line was tagged. And recently, there's a show on a certain network that called called the Zoo. Yeah. And it, in the premiere of it, this virus hits all the animals. And in the premiere, there's a fire going on, and one and they go they leave creation with the virus, and they go out and look for it. Yeah. And all, all of a sudden, they see this um, lion attacking this um, person and killing it. Yeah. So, so my point is, and also I just learned about this on the um, on web uh, on the news that a certain um, rhino species are now extinct because they had heard it to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny, it's an, uh, believe me, it's an issue, but more so, obviously in foreign countries. But, you know, their laws are their laws and ought to be obeyed. And if it's illegal in their country, then that should be the law of their land. Uh, tw- 2.11, quickly to uh, David, and then Benny's coming up. Hey, uh, David, welcome aboard. Nice to have you with us, sir. Hey, Kimmer. Yes, sir. Hey, all I got to say is, personally, I think that all hunters are just a bunch of pussies. You could put me in the middle of the woods anywhere in this world against any hunter. And who do you... I, there's there's just no competition. I mean, animals go on instinct, and if you want to sit there and spread yourself with deer pee and bait everything, I mean, there's no sport in that. I mean, you know. Well, David, I appreciate it. Again, we're not trying to solve the world issue of whether or not you believe in If you don't believe in hunting, you don't believe in hunting, and you don't want to hunt, then don't hunt, you know. But, but hunting is still, if it's legal and people do it, then it's a legal thing to do. I don't have a problem with hunting. I don't want. I'll, I used to be a hunter, but I, I'll never hunt again. I don't want to hunt again. Uh, but that's my decision. But I'm not against hunters. But I'm. I have a real problem with trophy shooters uh, who <laughs> try to break the laws in order to get uh, you know a, a, a head on their walls. I just think that's. Uh, I just think it's appalling. And I don't. And I. And I'm. I don't think that means that I'm not a conservative or that I'm not a true patriot American because I don't believe in that. I just don't. But uh, if, if the laws of that country allow it. Uh, then follow the laws of that country. I don't. I don't think we should outlaw something that doesn't even belong in our nation. Uh, that's their problem. All right, hold on, Ann and Barry coming up. It's too tall. Well, I play with them every afternoon, but I don't ride them in the <laughs> afternoons. It's too hot. Learn <laughs> 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 about my horse. Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106. All right, look out now. Look out. Here we go. Okay, okay, this is Pee Wee Herman, (laughs) and this portion of our show is brought to you by that dentist, Walter Palmer. Yeah, Walter. Walter called the Green Bay Packers for advice. He heard they had a lot of experience killing the lions. Uh, (laughs) And now here's your host, (laughs) Kimmer. Thank you. Hold everything. I got Andy and Barry and Al, but first, uh, Tennis Hall of Famer Yvonne Gulagon is 64. Mark Cuban, 57 today. And NFL quarterback retired Gus Ferrat. 44. And again, all the calls, we'll talk about the line we've got all. But first, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Well, at least the Braves finally scored a run for Shelby Miller hey, last night. Hey, Even though So the, they obviously won the game. Yeah, the oh. poor guy had to score it himself. Oh, yeah. Braves fell in Philly 4-1. to one. Miller took the hard loss. Buck Plankchest got the win. Oof. 
The Braves managed only one run despite pounding out over 10 hits. Same two teams tonight. Williams Perez for us. David Buchanan or Buckannon, whatever, for the Phillies. By the way, it's only like an hour and so away from the trade deadline, and there's been no trades today. It's been very bizarre. God, you think we're done? It's very strange. Red Sox over the White Sox. I guess Toronto's probably run out of money. (laughs) (laughs) They got everybody they wanted. By the way, David Price, who just got traded to Toronto, gets there, gets a flat tire first thing. (laughs) 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 You know, Red Sox, Stephen Wright won. He's driving down the street past the gas station. There are two signs in the window, help wanted, self-service. So I went in and hired myself. He <laughs> <laughs> got the right. Colorado at St. Louis is Michael Waka. Waka, Waka. Uh, for the Cardinals tonight. San Francisco traded two prospects in the rice to Jim Davenport to the Red Legs for pitcher Mike Leak last night. So they, really? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Soon to be former Hawks player Mike Scott and his brother led police <laughs> on a 98 mile an hour high speed chase. Which lasted two minutes on well, I. Well, it wasn't a long chase; it no, was a it fast wasn't. chase. Just a good old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Never meaning no harm. Cops had seen the two tailgating another car when finally pulled over. The Scott brothers admitted to having some drugs in the car. Uh-huh. We had two bags of grass, seventy-five pellets of mescaline, <laughs> five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, <laughs> a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers. <laughs> Also, a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether. <laughs> raw ether. <laughs> nothing worse than a man in the depths of an ether binge. Oh, mercy. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. from the plastic arts, we turn to football. <laughs> Falcons begin training camp today up in Flowery Branch, South Carolina. Well, it seems yeah. like it's that far when you drive up there. It does, doesn't it? They placed offensive layabout Lamar Holmes on the physically unable to perform list for yet another foot injury. I don't know about you, but I never want to be put on a physically unable to perform list like I had prostate cancer. Uh, hey, you know, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo line coach Aaron Cromer pleaded not guilty to beating up a young boy on a Florida beach. Coach Cromer accused the kid of stealing his beach chairs, pushing him to the sand, punching him in the face, and adding insult to injury, kicking sand in his face. And... He said, if you tell the cops, I'll yeah. kill your family. I'll kill your families. <laughs> <laughs> He's currently suspended from the Bills. Yeah, sorry. Uh, despite promising for years to clean up their water venues for the Summer Olympics next year, Brazil still has horrendous levels of bacteria and viruses in their lakes, rivers, and beaches due to raw human waste being dumped. The good news. You can easily catch the local game fish since there's a run of Brazilian brown trout. <laughs> hey! Uh, hey! And finally, on this date in 1908, yeah. after successfully swiping second base, Fred Tinney decides to return to first base on the next pitch. Wait a minute. He stole second base. <laughs> and then the next, and the next pitch, he, he ran back to first? He what ran... was a possible explanation? Because his teammate, Dummy Taylor, on third base didn't go home on the attempted double steal. So he wanted to try it again? So he tried it again, and he stole second again. (laughs) And Dummy still stood on third base. (laughs) Oh, man. Isn't that amazing? That's unbelievable. Uh, St. Louis uh, went on to uh, lose to the Giants at the Polo Grounds up in New York on this day, 1908. uh, Dummy earning his name. Holy smokes. Well done, Pete. I appreciate it. 222. I have the glorious Leslie Dub coming up at Newsmaker Line, sponsored by the Signing Doctor. But let me get in get a doctor out of this guy. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, let's get back to the phones first of all. Hold on, Ann. It's, uh, oh, we get to Barry first, and then AJ and Ann coming up. Barry, welcome aboard. Thanks for holding, man. You're on the radio. Yeah, man. How you doing today? Good. Welcome, sir. Hey, y'all. That group he was in, the Black Crows. Yeah. That, 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 did the, that last caller that called everybody a sissy for hunting, he must have took your place. But, <laughs> what? but in that band, was that the... Uh, John Lewis, Al Sharpton, and Jesse Jackson was in that band, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. The Black Crows. Uh, hey, 
All right, then. Uh, here's uh, AJ and Ann's coming up. AJ, thanks for holding you on the radio, sir. Oh, or not? Yes, no? Yes? Hey, hey. Uh, I guess he's gone. Uh, it's uh, Annie on News Radio 1067. Hi, Annie. Ann, 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 of course. Uh, Ann, welcome aboard. Ann. <laughs> Listen, it's yeah. the middle of the day. You yeah. can't yeah. say damn it. You can't say damn it. It's the middle of the day. You said damn it. Oh, come on. We're talking about you broadcasters, not me. Oh, the, not but, not people on the air, just people who are on the air. Yeah, people who run you. shows like you guys. Okay. You're, you're, you're a technician asked me one day, why do you keep listening if you're so mad at Kimmer all the time? Yeah. And it's, it's I listen because you guys give me a lot more news and weather than my... Uh, all-black talk radio station, WAOK, yeah. 1380 AM. And that's because it's owned by two Jewish guys who don't like us to be well-informed. Oh. So, I can't, I so can't it's the Jews, you know. Yeah. All right, you got your blacks, yeah. you got your Jews. I got to go blacks. Yeah, well, yeah, I got to, you know, if there's if there's a fight, you got your blacks and you got your Jews. I got to go blacks. No I mean, I'm saying, what about you guys? No damage. Huh? Anyway, a conservationist is not a conservationist when he's going to go to Africa and kill endangered species. Okay. All right. Well, and no more damage. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Damn sorry. All right. Here we go. It's 224. News Radio 167. How about a uh, quick uh, newsmaker line as he is on there? Uh, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton. I'm Esther. completely confused. I thought I was the person with the Alzheimer's. <laughs> Thank you. What the hell's going on? I don't know, sir. <laughs> Congratulations to the Hawks, Mike Scott. Congratulations to him. Yeah, I understand he does a lot of work with Jerry's kids. <laughs> Jerry's oh, wait a minute. It's not MDA. It's... MDMA, I'm sorry. muscular dystrophy. For a second there. <laughs> I thought 10.9 grams was awfully small for a kid, so I didn't know. <laughs> you hold them in your hand. <laughs> you know, Jerry Lewis sang a song about Mike Scott. Once. I didn't know that. You'll <laughs> never talk alone. Same. I cannot believe that poor lion over there in Zimbabwe, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cecil the lion, yeah. was killed like, by a nice man like Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer? I, Are you a hunter? <laughs> Are you just a sadist who likes to kill to get your rocks for the fun of it? <laughs> this is the last thing I'd expect, Mr. Heston, from a respectable rock and roll singer like Robert Palmer. <laughs> Robert Palmer. The lion's home, but he don't know. He no, just got shot no, by a it was it was it wasn't Arnold Palmer. It was Walter Palmer. Sir, it was a dentist. Oh, Walter, oh okay. dentist. Walter Palmer. <laughs> I so had close. one more, you bastard. Oh, you <laughs> well, I could be wrong. Maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Who might it have I'll been? I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Yes, I, <laughs> say, I cannot believe the lion was killed by Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I thought he only liked humans. I mean, wasn't he caught selling arms to Iraq yeah, a few years no, ago? Arms and legs and livers. You know Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite song, don't you, no, Mr. Heston? What was that, sir? My Baloney has the first name. <laughs> he also had his own pizza chain for a while. A pizza chain? I really ain't. Dahmer knows. Dahmer knows. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's my Cover breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Cover me, John boy. Yes, sir. You know why Jeffrey Dahmer wanted to eat Sean Hannity? No, I don't, sir. He was in the mood for some boar's head. <laughs> <laughs> 
By George, I've got a million of them. <laughs> and now it's time for yes. a very abbreviated version yes. of Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent, sir. The answer is drive to Kansas City. Drive to Kansas City. What's the only way to hear a Kimmer parody song on a station promo? <laughs> Somebody's playing him anyway. That's right. <laughs> Look out, 227. Hold on, Chris, you're coming up. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067. Look out. I say, I say, yes, this is Foghorn Leghorn, oh, son. Know, and this portion of our show is brought yeah. to you by yes, Atlanta Hawks forward Mike Scott, Mike Scott, who could miss next season due to joint problems. <laughs> I said he can miss the whole season because of joint problems. problems joint, it's a joke, son. <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. <laughs> Throw him to the underhanded boy. 235. Hold on, Chris, you're next. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. The glorious Leslie Dove. Newsmaker line sponsored by the Signing Doctor. And a new song, in case you missed it, this week coming up as well. But first, Jim Core of the Cores is 51 today. They were going to call it the Jims, but that was stupid. And in politics on this day, 1972, Democratic vice presidential candidate Thomas Eagleton, which <laughs> after... He's my ticket man all the way, George McGovern. Eagleton had to withdraw from the ticket with George McGovern after it was disclosed that Eagleton had once undergone psychiatric treatment, including shock therapy. And, and, and McGovern and all the Democrats are saying, oh, we're not changing the ticket. We're behind him a thousand percent. Yeah. And that was then a couple of days later, uh, he's off. It's over. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, 236. Let me quickly get to Chris and then uh, the glorious Leslie Dove. Chris, thanks for holding on to radio, sir. Welcome. Hey, uh, I think I know who John Boy is going to vote for. for who John Boy? Now, how could you tell who John Boy is going to vote for? Go ahead. Carly Feeder Purina. Carly, Carly uh, Purina. Carly, instead of Carly Purina, Carly hey. Purina. Oh. He waited a very long time for that, too, That's I might add. All right, 236. All right, hold on a second. I got to do something I do every Friday, if you don't mind. It might uh, uh, get ready for it when I uh, check the weather forecast. What's it doing, baby? Oh, look out. It's definitely rated men, my friends, and that means only one thing. Yes, time to hide the women and children. For we bring to you now Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. Hey, Leslie, how's it going? Live from Men's International, <laughs> where a sandwich is just a sandwich, but a man, which is much more like a meal. <laughs> With another session of Men's on Ball, it's me, Leslie Dove. Leslie Dove, yes. Well, college football's right around the corner, Kim, and I must say yeah. that this ain't listeners and truly is, truly is jealous of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, what, what do you mean, sir? I don't care. Well, haven't you heard the news? The Buckeyes are sitting atop the coach's pole. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I didn't even realize Jerry Sandusky was back in the coaching ring. <laughs> no, I think it's a ranking, sir. It's a oh, <laughs> the coach. of the top teams. Well, the Georgia Bulldogs are also in a coveted position, Cameron. Oh, they are? What's that? I... They're nine and rising. <laughs> Ninth place in the poll. <laughs> and steadily going up for the... 
just a few weeks away from the Joe Doe hosting the college football kickoff class. Oh, the kickoff class. I should not say kickoff, I guess, to a man in Kimmer's condition. <laughs> it could be any day. I apologize for getting management's hopes up by mentioning kickoff, kickoff and Kimmer in the same sentence and <laughs> potentially snuffing out any progress on Kimmer's show promotion or contract renewal that was never going to happen in the first place. That would solve a lot of problems, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah we'll get back to you, Brad, right after Hell Freeze is over and we make a Newsmaker Line promo parody song and put it in the promos. <laughs> I'll take things that'll never happen for 100, Alex. Mercy. Meanwhile, Florida State leads the ACC with yeah. three potential All-Americans, four potential rapists, and a half dozen potential murder suspects. <laughs> Say what you will about the Seminoles, Kimmer. They yes, sure sir. know how to get their players ready for the NFL. They know how to get them ready, that's for sure. <laughs> By raping and murder. Drug dealers, murderers, rapists. <laughs> have to connect the two together. That's it. Hey, folks, here's a guy with his head up his butt. <laughs> I've been sick. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to trade places with Tom Brady, Kimmer, well, right why, now. Well, why is that, sir? Well, he's going to be benched for four games. However, I wouldn't mind trading places with a bench for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Please play to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Tom Brady will learn a valuable lesson from this experience. It's like Tom Arnold said, you know, you got to be careful how you handle a pigskin. It can get you in all kinds. Of- <laughs> that tickles. Cut it out. I'm Roseanne. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> And finally up in D.C., Tiger Woods opened with a 69 after putting in a solid 300-par score at the uh, Quicken National. Wait a minute, that was his score. Get you there. <laughs> Amanda Duffner toasted Tiger's performance by raising a glass of champagne as well as her ankles. <laughs> Who knows? I might even pop some Andre myself. No, champagne, champagne. <laughs> See, I wanted to trade places with the bench the as opposed bench, to Tom see, Brady. And until next time, it's been Leslie Dove. I'll see you at the ball yard. Go Braves. Chop, chop. Thank you, Leslie. The glorious Leslie. Catch Les- a promo sometime. Get <laughs> <laughs> fat chance. <laughs> Look out. 240. Uh, News Radio 1067. Letter it Friday. Mercy. Oh, here's a little happy note just uh, into the news. A former Jarhead Marine was at a store in New York getting some shopping done. He came back to his car and found a certain note because on his car he has an Iraq War sticker and a Purple Heart sticker for bravery after being wounded. And he has a couple of uh, decal stickers on his car. He came back to his car and there was a note on the car that said, I see you have a Purple Heart sticker and Iraq War Veteran sticker. It's too bad that you were only wounded. The world would be a better place if you were killed. All of you Islamophobes, vets, deserve to die. Blank you and your service. Well, uh, some people talked to the local sheriff's department. They said, well, the language is disgusting. There's probably not much that can be done. Uh, The sheriff's lieutenant, Steve Stockdale, said communication these days has gotten very easy for people who want to remain anonymous. And he said, it takes a lot more courage to strap on an 80-pound pack and go to the Middle East and fight for your country than it does to scribble on a note and leave it cowardly behind on somebody's windshield. Iraq wounded veteran from the Marine Corps. Too bad you weren't killed. The world would be a better place if you Islamophobes vets deserve to die. 
Just another one of the lone wolf type attacks on uh, people who serve their country. Uh, it's two forty two. We got more news lines coming up. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio one zero six seven. I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. Oh, I play with them every afternoon, but I don't ride them in the afternoons. It's too hot. <laughs> no, no, it's my horse, my horse. The Kimmer now and news, Look out. weather, and traffic on your ride yeah, home standing on by. News Radio one zero six seven. Here we go. This is Marv Albert, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought yes. to you by Mike Scott of the Atlanta Hawks, oh. who wants to remind young people that a gram of prevention is worth a kilo of cure. <laughs> yes! And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you. Speaking of the cure, it's definitely Friday. 250 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Almost out of time. Got a newsmaker line for you. I'm going to try to sneak on a song for you as well about Cecil the Lion. Here with the Kimmer program. Uh, but also, I don't know whether you heard the latest about uh, Hillary Rodham Rodham. While she was Secretary of State, the uh, giant UBS uh, Swiss bank conglomerate was involved in a tax case with the IRS, and Hillary intervened on their behalf, came up with a settlement. After that, UBS donated $600,000 to the Clinton Foundation and hired Bill Clinton to do some question-and-answer sessions and paid him $1.5 million. But, oh, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's the true part. But uh, Hilary Rodham, Rodham says, oh, now we didn't do anything wrong. I would never do anything wrong. She denied the whole thing. She's not in office anymore. Uh, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to retain classified information once you've left office. And look, those five emails were from a sample of only 40 emails that the Office of Inspector General was allowed to look for. So five emails out of 40 emails, that's about one in eight. If you extrapolate that to 30,000 emails, you're talking hundreds, probably thousands of classified emails if it continues at that rate that is a very very serious issue and it is and it is quite frankly it's a crime it is a crime to retain to remove and retain classified information That's from a secure government facility former speechwriter mark Thiessen, but hill lyrie says uh-uh any implication that uh, is attempting to be made along those lines is categorically false this it's, is uh, <laughs> just uh, the kind of uh, um unfortunate um claim or charge that you see in campaigns and all i can do is tell you there's no basis to it i am proud of the work i did as secretary of state yeah it's the evil republican cabal again what once did again. You do uh nothing again except to let those people die in benghazi other than that she really didn't accomplish that much hey how about a newsbreaker line let's see who's on there good afternoon well, good afternoon, Cameron. This is Tom Brogai calling. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Welcome. Well, I'm not in a very good mood. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm, well what happened, well, I'm Tom? absolutely positively involved with from Minneapolis and our Walter Palmer. I, Tom, we have kind of a bad line. You're, uh, I'm uh, mad about the dentist, Walter Palmer. Walter Palmer, the dentist, yes, sir. Yeah, who brutally and maliciously slaughtered the horrible feelings of the lion. Brutal slaughter lion. We got those out of there. Yes, sir. Yeah. When they locate yeah. Walter Palmer, somebody should take that guy and string him up by the wall. Somebody should do something with his... Yeah, I don't think I want to... <laughs> string him up. Oh, I, oh, all right. String him. All right. Sorry. Well, a big day here at Rolfeller Plaza in New yes. York, NBC. Yes, big big day? It looks like that actor Michael J. Fox is on his way to our uh, sister network, MSNBC. Really? Well, didn't you hear they announced they're going to shake things up over there? Oh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, yowie. Oh, hi -oh. <laughs> Maybe they should run a crawl under Michael says, uh, please do not adjust your set. <laughs> That was close. <laughs> <laughs> did Sean Connery there Sean for some Connery reason. Sean Connery was next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, three hosts were hot fired from MSNBC yesterday for bad ratings. Bad Only ratings. three? How did <laughs> well, come on? I mean, I'm glad to see that fat load of Bolshevik BS uh, Ed Schultz lose his show. That was pretty close to doing. That was a think about it. there, wasn't it? <laughs> Ed says now he'll be able to rough up his wife full time, so that's good. He, he's going to pinch hit for Bill O'Reilly. Not on the show at home, you know, keeping pinch, Mrs. O'Reilly in line. Pinch hitter, I get it. One uh, bright spot from MSNBC. Yes. Harbaugh host Chris Matthews is up to a respectable 2.5 share. Oh, is he? Really? Oh, wait a minute. That's his blood alcohol level. <laughs> <laughs> Forget highball. <laughs> <laughs> They're also saying that uh, Reverend Al Sharpton could be yeah. out of work. Out of work? Really? Wow. Al said, that's news to me. I never knew I ever had a job. You know what? <laughs> Got my own breakfast sandwich over there at McDonald's. What's that called? To do nothing, McMuffin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, J.O.I. Hollywood. Hollywood, yes, sir. Tensile Town, the upcoming Mission Impossible sequel. Yes, sequel. And this one, Tom Cruise, Kimmer, faces yeah. his most impossible mission ever. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, sex with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps even more impossible, it's a really tall woman. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make two trips. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Tom is heard to say, gee, your hair smells terrific. <laughs> Famous shampoo from many years ago. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that's what he said. It was a little bit muffled because I don't think they have a good sound guy or something. But finally, Kimmer, you know, yes. in all seriousness, in yes. a way, I kind of feel bad yes. for Walter Palmer. You feel bad for the dentist? I mean, I wouldn't want to be a dentist in big boy prison, would you? I mean, <laughs> the phrase open wide and say, ah, oh, could take on a whole different connotation when you think about it. <laughs> Better like this or like this? <laughs> I mean, like chair, you know? <laughs> Time to rinse. 255. How about one more song to send us on our way for the weekend? Yes, it's Cecil the Lion with a giver. I'm afraid there's no denying. I'm Cecil the Dead Lion, a fate I can't control. That dentist who toe-tagged me, he never would have bagged me if he only had a soul. When that dentist shot me, the moment that he got me, I knew that I was done. <laughs> a grave he would be filling, I would have done the killing if I'd only had a gun. Oh, I can't tell you why that dentist is such a chicken. I just hope one day a tiger finds him. Finger licking. <laughs> when they heard about me dying, the liberals started crying. Their teardrops fell like rain. They would weep the same, just maybe, about an unborn baby if they only had a brain. Or a conscience, or a heart. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Exit, stage left. All right already. All right already. All right, look out. Listen, have a great weekend. And uh, the assumption is we'll be back on Monday. Uh, by the way, the rumor is, Pete says, there's a rumor Johnny Gomes might just be, get traded. The uh, deadline's 4 o'clock. We'll give you posted during the news. Anyway, have a great weekend. And listen, uh, God bless America. Semper Fi. Hoorah! Look out, Herp! The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.